it's the Popcorn Boys, and we're coming in hot. We are coming at you live from Culver City, California. With me is Daniel Trainer. I am Kyle Jamison. We also have George here, special guest. <laughs> George, anything to say? No, he's sleeping. Daniel? Yes, sir. 18 years ago <sighs> and 10 days from, from tonight. Wow. Something special happened. It well, it sure did. That, of course, was the release of the movie Gili, <laughs> which we are going to dive into momentarily. Wow! And why are we doing that? Okay, so the reason for the season is, you know, as I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast, you probably know, and if you don't, you know, read a book. The stars of Gili. Read a book. Read a book. Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez, two people that I consider friends, of course, um, are back together. They're back, baby. In in an absolute twist that I have to say I did not see coming, and in an absolute twist that has rejuvenated my purpose in life. Love to hear that. The two of them being back together fills me with such joy and energy and purpose, dare I say. That it really gives me something to strive for on a daily basis. Anything is possible. The past is the future. The future is the past. It's really beautiful. Uh, we will dig into it. But the Jen and ba- Jen Jen and Balo Balo. I literally is, have that written down. Is Balo better than Benifer? Yes, absolutely. I literally, I swear to God, really on the bottom of my paper right there. See, it says Ben and Jen, and I wrote Balo. Balo. Wow. Right so it. my absolute uh, that, just. I don't think that's been a thing though. Balo. I mean, should we trademark that? Should we make shirts? Balo shirts. From here on out, they're called Balo. I don't, I'm not saying Benefer on this it's podcast. And B-A-E-Lo. Of course. Come on. Bay. Of course. Low. They are Bay. I mean, Ben is Bay. <laughs> okay, before we get too into the depths, I can't, into yeah, the weeds, yeah. the Let's, history, the the seed We're of about to go on a history lesson. Balo. Yeah. Let's touch on the recent events. Yeah, and when you say touch, I do that mean touch. Swarm just... through the town of Hollywood. Bree- yes, oh, just the town of Hollywood. The town of Hollywood's a flutter. With the box office challenge sure. update. Yeah, let's Everyone get, let's get through this quickly. Everybody wants to hear what happened with, you know, Daniel, obviously, one of his biggest movies. In fact, the fifth overall pick sure. came out this past weekend. Sure. Uh, Daniel, what, what was that movie called? It was called The Suicide Squad. Wait a minute. Wasn't there already a movie called Suicide Squad that came out four years ago? And did it open to upwards of $800 billion? Yes. Well, The the Suicide Squad was released this past weekend, and guess what? (sighs) Tanking. Listen, what I respect... $26 million for its opening weekend. Less than Space Jam, among others. Listen. Not great for the fifth overall pick. Daniel has been crowing uh, so far in this crowing. competition. Crowing. Caca. He's been crowing Ca-ca. about how all his movies that had come out so far, and, and this is only the fourth, have been doing so well. Well, sure. And I said, you just wait. You you haven't had enough movies come out yet, so you haven't had a chance to flop, and now we got a flop on our hands from the fifth overall pick. I'm back, baby. Listen, was I expecting more from The Suicide Squad? Yeah, of course I was. Am I mad at the fans of this podcast who clearly did not show up for me in droves and decided to watch it on HBO Max, which I did as well? Wow, didn't even pay for his own movie. Yeah, I'm mad. But listen, this speaks to what happened. You know, the people who support the movies that I drafted 
are conscious of the health of other people. So they did not want to go see the Suicide Squad in theaters. So I looked to see the flop of a Suicide Squad, the Suicide Squad, in theaters. That, to me, is a sign that the movies that I drafted, I did well because the fans of those movies are, are conscious of the health of uh, others. So they wanted to watch it at home and didn't go see it in theaters. And I thank everyone for doing that. But please uh, do go see Free Guy this weekend. <laughs> My let's go Delta chant last week paid off. I mean, listen, we joke, but it's like, I don't need, I don't think that when we drafted, I mean, who knows, but when we drafted these movies months ago, I don't think that we thought we would still be dealing with COVID to the extent that we right. are. And here we are in mid-August. In the middle of August, and especially, you know, with a movie like The Suicide Squad available to watch at home. On HBO Max, I, I think a lot of people just chose to do that. Like to I said, me, that's what I did. To me, the real question, at least you know, for for this year in movies and for our competition here, is with all of so many of these movies doing really poorly. Yeah, are we gonna are we gonna see what happened last year where a lot of movies just got pushed? It it's certainly possible. It could uh, completely ruin all of our content and. <laughs> Our entire uh, box I mean, office this challenge. Draft, this draft is really like Spider-Man: No Way Home, which is slated for December seventeenth, does not come out this year. Yikes! I mean, if that, that happens, this challenge we can essentially throw out the window because it doesn't. I well, mean, we haven't spent much time on it. Uh, we don't talk about it very often. <laughs> you know, we. It isn't my entire personality. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. So yeah, you know, what what. You know, no big deal if uh, if uh, this is all goes yeah, trash tough, for the second tough, consecutive year. Tough weekend for me. You know, I, I can bite that bullet. I will say, just briefly, I did watch The Suicide Squad and quite enjoyed it. Yeah? thought it was actually pretty pretty great, dare Who I say. Who was the MVP? Uh, that's tough. I mean, is the answer John Cena? I was wondering if that were that's where you were gonna go. I don't think that that's true. I don't think that it's Margot Robbie. I this okay. So I I didn't see Birds of Prey. I didn't see uh the first Suicide Squad movie. I know a lot of people liked her in those. So this is your first Harley Quinn Margot I know Robbie nothing experience. About, I know nothing about any of these people. Um, She's a Harlequin. I not kidding. Didn't know that. Like I didn't <laughs> put that together. Unfortunately. Um, she is fine. It's a little much. Uh, she's okay. She doesn't like steal the thing or anything. I mean, the best performance is the shark. Do I? I don't remember the shark's name. The shark. Um, did enjoy the shark. Did enjoy the shark. Best performance since Jaws of a shark. I will say that now. Um, what about Deep, Deep Blue, Blue Sea? Sea? Wow, you beat me there. Uh, no, this performance is better than the shark in Deep Blue Sea. Wow. Yeah, That's you heard praise. it here first. Heard it here praise. first. What does he say? In the, what does the shark say in the trailer? Hands. <laughs> He just like <laughs> the joke is that the shark is dumb. Isn't that fun? That's the joke. Oh yeah, sharks are smart. I don't know if they're smart. I don't. Who says who? Did you just bark? I've George? never heard a shark is smart. Um, dolphin. You're thinking of a dolphin. You're no, no, of no, dolphins. no, 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 no. Don't you no, love no, when no. people are like you know dolphins are actually pretty smart? You're like, okay, yeah, I know. I've been told that every day of my life since I was four for some reason. Why is that one of the things? You know, dolphins are pretty smart. Okay. Yeah, there's like five. I know. Stop telling me that. Well, we just don't think of them as, you know, they're swimming around the ocean. If they were so smart, would they be swimming around in the ocean all day? Please, I can't talk about the ocean. I love dolphins. I love sharks. I kind of love the Suicide Squad. You know, listen, I think I I liked it a lot. I I liked it a lot. I really did. Uh, 
wish more people had seen in theaters, but it, it speaks to where we are right now. It's it's really going to be fascinating moving forward to see how these movies perform at the box office because I just I, – I have no clue. I have no clue. Well, we've got Free Guy and we've got Respect coming out this week. What you want? And then, of course – That sounds like a great double Next feature. week, most importantly, uh, Paw Patrol, the movie. Oh, my God. Hits theaters August Paw 20th. Paw Patrol. Save Paw up your money. Patrol. Don't go see Free Guy. You don't oh, need yeah. to see Free Guy so in let's theater. Take all the it's Paw Patrol un- time. Let's take all these unvaccinated little schmucks to go see Paw Patrol. That's right. Unbelievable. That's streaming somewhere, COVID, right? COVID, uh, you know, COVID doesn't... Kids are fine. They'll be okay. Here's the thing. Just put on an episode of the TV show Paw Patrol. These kids are so dumb, they don't know they haven't seen it before. These kids are so dumb? I'm talking about your nephews. How dare you? Shots fired. How dare you? No, I love them. I love your nephews. Never met them. Would love them. Uh, you know, hope they're listening. Love you guys. Go Shout so- out. Go Sox. All right. Enough about Suicide Squad. Enough about your nephews from Boston. Let's talk about Boston's golden child, baby. I talk so much shit about Boston and the state of Massachusetts because I think it's funny and that place sucks. But let me tell you. What is going on? Why? What's, what's happening? Why the, are you taking shots at Boston? Because it's so fun and it's so easy. People get so mad. Oh, my God. People in Boston are like, oh, yeah, we don't care about anything. And they, God forbid you say one bad thing. They're like, I'm crying. Whatever. One person who wouldn't cry being in a room with me is Ben Affleck because I have so much love for this man out of nowhere, seemingly out of nowhere. Boston Ben. Boston Ben. Listen, the Ben JLo Renaissance. The Benaissance. The Benaissance. The Benaissance of Balo, if you will. The Bay. The Balo songs. The Bay. Nah, see, that's too much. Well, Benaissance is on leaving out Jen. And we can't do that. The Balo. All right, here's a question. Who is the more important ingredient? This is the dumbest thing you've ever said. And in, this is after me saying that Ben Affleck is in my heart. Well, the answer is Ben. He, uh, hold on. Cut. The more important I ingredient. I can't handle that right now. Hold on. Wait, listen. Let me finish my statement. The more important ingredient to making this so fascinating is Ben. Do I agree with that? I suppose I do. Ben is just like, he's just kind of become the king of the internet with like his Dunkin' Donuts pictures and oh, looking sure. like, like a total mess. But well, he's coming also off like, the Ana de Armas relationship, which was such a mess, and I felt like she was using him, and I feel like he kind of knew that. And then we have Ben Affleck I mean, on- feel on, bad for Ben Affleck getting used by Ana de Armas, everyone. What a tragedy. I do. I feel bad. She used him. She used him. She abused yeah. him, and she let him go. Use me because next, she's ho- Anna. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Use me next. You heard it here first. I mean, maybe she's listening. Maybe she's listening. Anna Diarmas is probably listening. She's all over the place. She has eyes everywhere. Um, and then there's like the Ben Affleck video of him on what is it, Raya, whatever, where he had to like prove his identity. It's me. Oh, ben. Right, right, yeah. So he was, he was sad. Online dating. So, uh, which good for him. That he makes was like, me... hey, Christina or whatever the name oh. was. Like, it's me, Ben. Oh, Why, so... Why'd you block me on this dating app? So demoralizing. Oh no, it's great. It's it's a little depressing. Well, I, it's great I, because I, Ben I is kind of like he's an everyman. In a, he's in like a the sense. sad puppy dog in a way because like he's just been through so much so publicly and like 
So he's kind of a disaster at, at all times. He, he feels like he's always just barely hanging on by. Oh a yeah, but he's never been more alive than these past few months. I mean, look, he's never been more is alive. This go- are they going to get married? Almost definitely. Is it going to work out? No, could not be no, a lower no, chance. No, than no, no, absolutely not. They're shopping for like mega mansions in Beverly Hills and Toluca Lake. It. They were I looking at the Bob, Lake. Hope, the Bob Hope estate. Forty Bob million. Hope. Bob Nope. That's what I say. Forty. They were looking at an eighty-five million dollar house in Beverly Hills this wow. week. Wow. Good for them. What's the matter, George? Baylo is back. But t- talk about the Baylo assance, which is what I'm going with. We have to go back. And part of we the have reason to go back. we have to go back. We have to go back. Part of the reason that I'm so into this is because Ben and JLo came around at a time in sort of celebrity culture where sort of paparazzi and sort of the us weekly of it all was at its fever pitch, right? Not to bring Boston back fever into pitch. this. Let's go. Not to bring Boston back into this. Oh, fever but pitch. at a fever pitch. And this is also so this is also at the height of me being just obsessed with celebrity, right? I was an Us Weekly subscriber. Us Weekly was the Bible. You know, I was obsessed with Us Who Weekly. Who wore it better? Who wore it best? Damn it. I think. Who wore Stars, it best? they're just like us. Stars are just like us. Oh, she's pumping gas. I mean, I would... Ben I was taking out the trash. I would open... Oh, my God. I would open that Us Weekly every... And I would see a picture of Rachel Bilson pumping gas. And I'm like, God, these oh. celebrities... Rachel Bilson, Rachel, classic. Well, Rachel, the OC. I once, I once saw her at a Southfield, Michigan restaurant with Hayden Christensen. Southfield, Michigan. Mm-hmm. Hmm. They're just getting lunch. Why were they there? Is he from Michigan or something? No, they're filming something. Uh, One of them was filming something. I assume road trip, maybe. She's maybe very small, trip. right? So oh, they're all so small. Celebrities. That that should be the Us Weekly thing. Celebrities. Celebrities. They're all so small. Colin. They're, they're also, also small. With but, pictures of just like, you know. Tom Cruise getting Kristen Chenoweth. Over by. Kristen Chenoweth is two feet eight. Did you know that? <laughs> two feet eight. Two feet eight. Wow. Anyway, but so so this is Ben and JLo at the height of this sort of celebrity tabloid culture. It's it's Brad and Jennifer. It's you know it's Brittany and Justin. It's Rachel McAdams and Ryan Gosling. It's Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes. It's like that era of like yes, these A list sure. couples. Being followed everywhere, being scrutinized all the time. Was it toxic? Was it terrible? Yes. Did I play into it? Of course. And do I care? No. I support it. Yeah. Uh, but so, so I think it's important to talk about the timeline of Ben and Jen, and then we get into sort of the timeline of Gili, right? So let let's start here. Early two thousand two, Ben and Jen meet on the set of Gili. Okay, meet on set. Right at the time. Jen, still married to Chris Judd. Oh, right. Still married to Chris Judd. He was a dancer, right? Or yeah. a choreographer or something? Both. Dancer, yeah. A dancer, I, I think is a hyphenate. A oh, dancer slash choreographer? She was a slasher. Oh. Slasher? You do... Th- people call themselves hyphenates, but it's not really. It's a slash. You wouldn't do dancer Hyphenates? hyphen choreographer. You do dancer slash. So That's we true. need to rethink that. As a, as a culture, we need to rethink the multi-hyphenate. Multi-slasher. I've never heard of hyphenate. That's not a thing. What? Nobody needs to rethink it. Let's move on. You've never heard someone say multi-hyphenate? No, it's, that's not a word. Oh, my God. It's, it's not a thing. It's just like no being in a room before. with a real dunce. This is the first time anyone's ever said it. So Ben 
Okay, so so Ben doesn't get married to Jennifer Garner until 2005, somebody we will be talking about at length. So this is this is post JLo. Ben meets Jen. Uh, okay, so April 2002. Ben Affleck, and this is going to be hard to hear. Ben Affleck takes out a full page ad in trade magazines across Hollywood to compliment JLo, and he says. It has been nothing but an honor and a pleasure to work with you. I only wish I were lucky enough to be in all your movies. With love, respect, and gratitude, Ben Affleck. And to be clear, this is after they've filmed This Gili, is after they have filmed and it has Before it came out. Before it came out. So, cut to three months after this, they're seen kissing at her birthday party. Wow. It wow, is on. Wow, wow. It is on like so J-Lo that. is... So she she broke up with Chris Dudd somewhere in this Judd. I, I do, him you just call him Chris Dudd. I mean, no, it was a Freudian slip. So, but it fits. So two days after, when did she date Diddy? Like ninety nine. So something like that. So two days after the photos come out of Ben and Jen kissing at her birthday party, she files for divorce from Chris Judd. Okay, so they were separated presumably before. That's what they say. And Ben and Jen have been on the record saying that they did not do anything together before they were separated. Eh, does Chris Judd agree with that? I'm not sure. So Nobody cares if Chris Dudd agrees with it or not. <laughs> so after after this, after they're sort of like, after she files for divorce, after there's photos of them like making out, they become just like absolute pure paparazzi fodder. Yes. Right? They're, like the, they're, yeah. they're the biggest thing in the world. Cut to November 5th, 2002, music video for Jenny from the Block. Right. Release. This is famously they're on the boat together and Ben is like patting her patting ass. Patting her ass. And Ben is looking different. Ben is very like glamified. He's very sort of put together. He's very clean shaven. His hair is done. Up until this point, I think his his sort of image had been sort of like Boston guy, right? Kind of every man. And it looked like he'd sort of transformed into this like kind of put together kind of suave guy and i don't know that it really felt very authentic but i'm also going to get into the fact that we don't know who ben affleck is oh I we know. don't know who I, ben I know who he is. we don't know who ben affleck i know is. who he is okay so jenny from the block comes out later that month in 2000 by the way my only my only pushback a little bit on the suave thing is like armageddon he was he was like hunky movie star he was hunky but he went from like hunky with like kind of some scruff to like, it was almost like more like Miami. It was almost okay. more no, like that made, kind yeah. of like it, it was suave. like a little some, well, you know, Miami. That, that, make, that makes some sense. You know? So later that month, voila, they're engaged, right? Okay. So then, March 2003. So Gili hasn't even come out yet. Oh, no, no, no. We are not at, we are not even at Gili. We are not even at any Gili yet. But then we get to July 2003. Ben Affleck is in Vancouver shooting the movie Paycheck. He allegedly cheats on J-Lo with a stripper at a strip club. This is pre Gili. This okay. is July 2003. August 1st, 2003, one of the most important days in American history, Gili is released. August okay? 1st? August 1st, 2003. Okay. Cut to the next month, September 13th, 2003. One day before their scheduled wedding... Right. Postpone. Wow. They call media attention. It's too much. We're postponing. Then you cut to January 2004. Relationship officially over. 
They call it quits. Dunzo and leave it to JLo. My girl, less than six months later, she is married to Mark Anthony. Wow. Less than six months later. But somewhere in this stretch before they broke off the engagement, they shot Jersey Girl. I don't know when they shot Jersey Girl. It must but have been. That came out in what, 2004? That came out 2004. Yeah. But so then, it must have been in that. Basically, in that stretch, but also where they were at kind of at the, the peak of their relationship. The premiere of Gili, if you remember, like their photo, like they show up to the premiere of Gili together on the red carpet, and it was pretty clear. This is after the cheating rumors, right. and this is like you can see they are like about to be done. They're there for the movie. They're there for the press. Whatever. Maybe they're trying to hold on to the relationship. So they they to waited some to call things off until after the movie. Yeah. Right. There'd well, be- that worked because the movie was a smash hit. <laughs> Everybody loved it. But if you look, if you look at photos of them on the red carpet, they are like they oh. haven't talked to each other. They like are That's not great. together. But then also later in, Octo- uh, in October two thousand four, this is months after J Lo marries Mark Anthony. Uh, ben starts dating Which? Jennifer Garner. Mark Anthony. I don't- what's what's going on there? I did once. J Lo has interesting taste it's it's it is all over the place i did want to see mark anthony perform an outdoor concert uh at on the today show at rockefeller center <laughs> mere days before 9-11 oh wow yeah mere days before 9-11 i was in new york i'm not answering questions at this time but mere days before 9-11 i was in new york okay i left on september 9th did you mm-hmm. went to the u.s open that year so they just missed you, huh? <laughs> yes, they just missed me. <laughs> Let's now that we have this backstory. Right. So there's there's your background. By the way, of course, now they have you know mere what weeks after or or if you uh, if you don't trust Ben and J Lo, and and if you don't stop listening, you're not welcome here. So. J-Lo had been with A-Rod for God knows how long, mm-hmm. which by the, the the best part about Ben and J-Lo as a couple again is that A-Rod is just getting dunked on. Oh, right. my God. The Alex Rodriguez of it all, unbelievable. He's just quite obviously the worst, <laughs> and I hope only bad things for him, as I always have. <laughs> he is really taking this hard. Good. A-Rod is not doing well. A-Rod's not doing well at all. If you want to, by the way, if you want to talk weird dating histories, look at A-Rod. Oh, my God. That's a whole other podcast. Like, he dated Madonna. Yeah. Uh, Minka, no, that's Derek Jeter. I'm getting Derek Jeter and A-Rod confused. That was Minka Kelly. A-Rod just has a weird, very, very strange group of of exes. Yeah. Man, those New York Yankees infielders, baby. (laughs) Mm, What is it about them? So... The most doomed couple of all time, who ended in horrific fashion with with one of the worst movies that anyone's ever seen. According to you. Is now back together. Let's get into this movie, okay? Here's something I want to say. I went into this. I had never seen this before. Neither of course, had I. Yeah. So, of course, this movie has a, uh, a legacy of being, quote-unquote, one of the worst things ever made, okay? Yes. But it does feel like in recent years, there have been some things written about like, eh, it wasn't that bad. Oh, maybe we were too hard on Gili. Right. So I went into this honestly with an open mind, and I thought that it would be fun if I came out of it thinking, actually, it's kind of good. It wasn't right. that bad. 
Now, it's not great. <laughs> now, by, by the way, as we're doing this, this, this movie is, uh, like I just said, not great. But I encourage everyone oh, to go watch it. That's, if, if you've never seen it, it's a fascinating watch you as have we're to. about to dive into. You have to. And it'll make this entire nonsensical conversation that's about to come <laughs> make maybe a little sense. I don't, I don't quite know. Unclear. But go watch Lee. I mean, truly, like you'll have a great time. All right, let's just go through the movie itself. So okay. I, I had never seen it either. I really had kind of no idea what it was about. I've seen no clips here and there. I've probably seen the trailer. Like, had no clue what. Oh, oh God, George! George is sitting on the microphones. <laughs> George, uh, if the audio just went out there for the rest of the podcast, blame it on George. Here's okay. This is maybe my biggest point of contention with this movie. Because I agree. Coming in, I didn't know anything. And I'm not kidding. I don't know if you did. I didn't even know what Gigli was. Um, I didn't either. I no. assumed it was a name. I, I assumed yes, it I, was I think something. I, I think I eventually knew that it was a name. I didn't know if it was Ben Affleck's name. Okay. So let me just Gigli Affleck. This. I can't believe they named him Gigli Affleck. <laughs> So hold What's on. What's his name? Oh, Larry. Larry. Hold Gigli. on. So he explains very early on in the movie. Yes. And he says it multiple times. My name is Gili. It rhymes with really. Which is not how that word is pronounced. No one pronounces Gigli. really. Really. People say really. <laughs> People say really. People say really. So he goes. Really? Really? Gigli. My name is Gili. It rhymes with really. That's not a word. <laughs> no one says it. So not only does that line of dialogue makes no, make no sense, for some reason, they decide to title the movie this word that nobody knows how to say. A truly unbelievable title. Gili. It rhymes with really. No, it doesn't. Kind of does. It does not. What is it? Really? 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 Gili? No, it doesn't work. It's close. It's and close he says enough. this mold like you he says this to everybody he meets. <laughs> everybody he's ever met. And it's like, also, we haven't got the worst part. His name's Larry Gili. Yes, Larry Gili. What a name. Larry Gili. Okay. I have written down here five minutes into the movie, and I am utterly confused. I do think that that rectified itself. I do think, unfortunately, I do understand this movie, which I don't know that I necessarily thought going in, but um, almost immediately we have to talk about it. There's yeah, no the, other way to get around it. My, my first note that I wrote down is, oh no, he's going to a special needs school. <laughs> I assume this is what you're talking about, we, what we have to talk about? Yes. Okay. So Justin so The Bartha, basic plot of the movie is Ben Affleck, ben Affleck Larry, Larry Gigli, if you will, has to kidnap the... <laughs> brother of a federal prosecutor correct he's, he's ben Affleck is kind of like a mobster type which he's working for someone and he has to kidnap the special needs brother of, of the federal prosecutor involved in who's prosecuting some case basically they're trying to blackmail <laughs> the prosecutor into like dropping charges against a higher up bad guy yeah <laughs> and so ben just shows up it rhymes with really <laughs> and Unfortunately for everyone involved, I'm just, I'm like, the 
special needs brother is played by Justin Bartha. Of Hangover fame. Who, one of the all, I didn't, I had no idea this was part of this movie. No, none. I had no idea that we were di- okay. we were wading into these waters. And so when I saw the the guy who disappears for the, the entire movie of The Hangover is playing this character, I just laughed and laughed and laughed. Here Doug is, from The Hangover. Here is my question. Why does this character have to have special needs? What is happening? It's... Not only does Larry Gigli break, just just waltz into this facility for people's special needs, he waltzes out with him. Oh, just, yeah. There's no sign-in process. There's no, hey, I'm going to take him out for a bit. He's like, hey, kid, you want to come with me? And he goes, I I can't do the impression. I was, yeah. uh, please, please don't, yes. It, suffice to say, and it's not even... I don't even know what to make of Justin Bartha's performance because yeah, I was just he thinking like, about that. like he does like he he's putting the, in some effort. The entire thing is so horribly offensive <laughs> that you can't like it. There's nothing to like about it, right? But if you're to just focus on Justin Bartha's performance, is it good? The answer I, is the answer is you don't do it. Right. The answer is this offer comes. I mean, this is kind of one in a in a long history of portray actor portrayals of people with disabilities in just a way that you look back on and just with horror. Yeah, of course. And it's 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 it, it, it's an unfathomable character choice. So anyway, that's all there is to really say. Also, like. Justin Barthes is not just sort of along for the ride. He's like the third lead in the movie. Oh, absolutely. He's in as much of this movie as Ben Affleck and J-Lo. He is, yeah. He's he the is third the lead. emotional crux of the movie for sure. Oh, oh boy. In an extended ending. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so before ben, we get there. So Ben Affleck steals Justin Bartha. Yes. He takes him, uh, and so then they, so they go to Larry Gigli's house. Shortly after that, there's a knock on the door. And it's J-Lo. Here's what I will say about this. J-Lo, who I'm sorry, is playing a character named Ricky. Well, she says that her name is Ricky, but we don't know her actual name. Until the final minute of the movie. Yeah. It's, it's very... Way, it's Rochelle? <laughs> is that what it was? <laughs> yeah. Rochelle? Wait, which is like, okay. It didn't... Oh, yeah. I have... Ricky is back, but this time it's Rochelle. <laughs> Rochelle. So, so she knocks on Lara Gigli's door. And very clear, er, very clearly, something weird is happening. They yes. have this absolutely bizarre conversation Insane. about her using his phone that goes on for, I don't know, 10 minutes? There are so many scenes in this movie that uh, it feels like you could have, like, this, this this one line could get us from A to B, and for some reason it's a five-minute scene. Unbelievable. This movie could have been seven minutes. <laughs> so eventually she lets... Ricky in. She lets J-Lo in, who obviously is, like, there for some other purpose. We just don't quite know what it is. It turns out she's on the same job, essentially. So she and Ben, she and Larry Gigli are essentially kind of partners on this Right. They've been – they've – yeah. Basically, Ben's boss or whatever doesn't trust him to do it himself. So he also puts J-Lo, who's apparently also some sort of weird gangster. Apparently – Never once does she used to show even a remote sign of being like none, even re- remotely ruthless. Well, 
And guess who else doesn't? My boy Larry Gigli. Okay? Yeah, exactly. Hold on. So Ben Affleck, to me, in this entire thing, never even close to believable as some sort of like ruthless assassin or well, they, whatever. They try to set that up in the opening scene where he has a guy in a dryer. Oh, my God. He's at a laundromat with a guy in a dryer. And he, like, almost turns the dryer on and then doesn't. <laughs> so, hold on. Let me take you to – I wrote down so many lines of dialogue. I, I went back, rewound this, I would say, maybe 15 times so I would get it exactly correct. Ooh, I'm excited to this see what is line how, this is. This is how Ben attempts to really convince us that he is, like, a badass, right? Uh-huh. He calls himself, and I quote, a fucking original straight – First, foremost, pimp, Mac, fucking hustler, original gangsters, gangster. <laughs> that is a direct quote from the film Gigli. Well, this plays into the next thing I wrote down, which is, I, I mean, I know the answer, and I guess the movie kind of played it out. But I, one of my first notes is, so is Ben supposed to like? Is Gigli supposed to be cool or lame? Like it's an excellent trying? question. It's an excellent question. And I think we eventually find out in a, in a scene later on that I'll get to, but like oh, what what's the answer? When, to me he's supposed to be cool. See, I don't think that's the case because there's an answer where there there's a scene probably 2 thirds of the way where he kind of has a breakdown and like realizes he's a huge loser. Okay, sure. And it's actually I'll get to this, but it's actually a pretty good scene. Oh no, I know it's huge. I we can't. I mean, okay. But I okay. So then you know, it takes almost 25 minutes for Ben Affleck. Oh. And I'm listen, I'm sorry. I I almost don't I'm going to say it, it, it almost has to be said. Don't, don't say it. I'm I'm hesitant to even say it because it's I don't want to be saying these things. 24 minutes in, we got our first R word. <laughs> Which I think is probably the longest he's gone in a movie before using <laughs> it. Um so he calls he calls Justin Bartha the R word. Yes. He says he calls him a retard, which is insane to hear. And then you hear it, I don't know, 20 more times? I, I was actually expecting it more. I think it was really only a handful. Listen. But like one four or five, many. like three or four different characters say it, including, uh, spoiler alert, Al Pacino. Oh my <laughs> God, Al Pacino shows up. Just when you think it can't get weirder, Al Pacino shows up. In the same uh, scene as, as our first R word drop, uh, I wrote down this quote where – where Ben Affleck is trying to get uh, Justin Bartha to calm down, and he yells, just fucking be normal, okay? <laughs> it's the only the, quote of the whole movie that I wrote down because it was just like, oh The way that they treat God. sort of this character with special needs, it's like, it's he eventually has this kind of arc, but he's never not just like this comedic punching bag, really. Like right. he's kind of supposed to be the heart of the movie, but all they do is make fun of him. And they it, it it's they never get into we don't know anything about who this guy is. <laughs> we know nothing about his life. It's like it's uh it's just so it, it's just so bad. Right, we have to get past this part because we could go I on know. for days. Well, and you know what is gonna come next? Jennifer Lopez is a lesbian. Oh, Wait, I had one thing before. Jennifer Lopez as Ricky is a lesbian in the film Gigli. And look, this movie ultimately is like the weird, like, straight guy dream it's... of 
hey, there's a hot lesbian, and I'm going to turn her straight. The way that they deal with sexuality in this movie is so offensive and so bad. It is so bad. And it's just so dated. It's so weird to watch now, but it's fascinating. And she's calling him gay the whole time, and he's, like, getting offended about it. Okay. It's actually funny. Yeah. Well, yeah. So she's questioning. This entire movie somehow is about sex. And about sexuality and about penises. So then at some point, Ben Affleck just shouts, I am not fucking gay. He just shouts that. <laughs> because Jennifer Lopez is accusing him of being gay because, and let me make sure I have this correct, the way he checks his fingernails? Yeah. What? It's, it's a, he checks his fingernails in a feminine way. Oh. So the masculine way would be to turn your hand towards your face, like turn it inwards to look at your nails. Uh-huh. Whereas the feminine way would be kind of to extend your hand, your fingers kind of up towards the sky and look at them with your arm almost straight out. So Jennifer Lopez, who is a lesbian, is That's sort how of... they explain it in the movie, by the way. I'm not, uh, I'm not co-signing on this in any way. Let me see. Ask me. Hey, uh... Check – how do they even do it? Are they like – I have no idea. Check your fingernails. Like what? Why? Oh, yeah. That's right. I just checked. Yeah, that's right. Oh. That's right. See, I knew you were gay. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Jennifer Lopez tells you she's gay and then Christopher Walken comes through the yeah, door. Yeah. So uh, we, we've skipped one of my notes here, which is he's reading Tabasco sauce. Oh, my God. This is – there's a moment where uh, Justin Bar- – they, they're making Justin Bartha go to bed and, and he, he doesn't wants want to. Ben Affleck to read him a story. Ben Affleck, too dumb to too own dumb, any sort too of book. Too dumb to own a book, which got to be just like, make something up. So J-Lo is forcing him to read to Justin Bartha, and so he's reading the bottle of Tabasco sauce. Also, Jennifer Lopez is reading a book the entire movie. <laughs> right, she has one there. Get that book! Uh, so yeah, then, then we got to uh, my note of, oh no, J-Lo's a lesbian. <laughs> this is going to go poorly. And then my next note, oh no, Christopher Walken is here. What is going on? The scene with Christopher Walken is one of the most insanely paced and written and edited scenes in film history. It's great. It is shocking. It's absurd. I don't even remember what it's about. I remember there are long silences. So Christopher Walken is like a cop or something. And he for oh, yeah he's like it, it's a cop it's a cop and so he apparently for some reason immediately knows that Ben Affleck is involved in this right kidnapping. right 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 <laughs> but he doesn't like look around he's kind of just like if you hear anything about it let me know but it's this insane scene truly <laughs> maniacal oh god and then he just gone never to be heard from again we, Chris- we li- I can't believe we Christopher Walken was on was on set for this movie for a grand total of eleven minutes oh yeah. Oh, yeah. He showed up. He, like, picked up a bagel. He did one day of filming. Oh, There's my no God. no chance there was more than one day. No. Are you kidding? No way. They did one take. Also, we'll get to this later on, but Al Pacino was there for one for a half day. <laughs> okay. So, so Christopher Walken is there, scares everybody for a bit, like, ooh, spooky. And then Ben Affleck gives a five-minute monologue about his penis. And this is where we get into the fact that this movie is all about penises. Is in the, a way that I could not really have anticipated. Is the penis monologue 
while she's doing yoga or does she do yoga in a no, later? No, that scene? is unfortunately later. This is when – and I <laughs> – I know I was going to like read off all the quotes, but some of them I just can't resist saying. Yeah, just – Ben Affleck – Let's do it as we go. During his penis monologue – and I don't even remember the context of this, but he says to somebody, nice computer – Suckmydick.com. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, that's good. What's he talking about? This was uh, when uh, he's getting shit from some some punks at, like, a sandwich shop. Oh, my God. That scene. And, like, <gasps> it looks like like they're giving him shit, and it seems like like Gigli is going to go over there and, like, beat them up. But, like, J-Lo takes care of it by, like... And she goes over... Th- this is a movie Threatening of them in, like, a charming way... But she gives like a five-minute monologue about poking somebody's eye out. Yes. And it's like, what is going on? So she's really into like like Tai Chi and like Muay Thai. And she like, was making that up. I know, but she, she was, but she is also into that stuff, right? That's like the book she's reading. I don't know. She's definitely bu- into yoga. Oh, she's really into yoga, of course. Yeah, really into yoga. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, Ben Affleck but yells. on the way, so after J-Lo has kind of disarmed this situation, Ben Affleck <laughs> Grabs one of their laptops and smashes it and says, go to suckmydick.com. Suckmydick.com. Okay, so now we're getting into the scene. Have you been to that website? Oh, yeah. It's my homepage. <laughs> uh, we're getting into the scene that I, I'm sure really aroused you as I'm sure aroused me a little bit. Look, this is, uh, <laughs> what would you say, 11-minute long scene where j-lo is just doing yoga the whole time i do have down i did say 45 minutes <laughs> um My where it was the yoga scene is so long i have and listen this is a crude this is a crude episode if you haven't told if you haven't been able to tell already i'm gonna say some words you're gonna have to deal with it j-lo talks about her pussy <laughs> yes she does for 45 minutes <laughs> it's she, not enough she says, and I quote, the mouth is the twin sister of the vagina. This is a direct quote from Ricky in the film Gili. Yes. And this, the mouth. This is like the epitome is of. Is the twin sister. Of the kind of. Of the vagina. Is that true? Of course. Okay. Great. She was like, Jayla was like, they're basically the same thing. Yeah. But this, so this to me. Her, her, her argument, by the way, was natural instinct for humans is to like make out, is to kiss. And so sure. therefore, everyone wants a vagina because it's similar to a mouth rather than a penis because it's, what, what did she compare it to? What did she compare a penis to? Yeah. She was like, it's just like. A thumb or something, right? Didn't she? Or oh, a toe. She called it a oh toe. I'm looking at some of these quotes from later <laughs> in this scene. It is truly horrifying. The scene is crazy, and this this is kind of the epitome of the of the straight guy is trying to get the lesbian woman to sleep with him. Yes, and like, but she's also like J Lo's character is written to like be into that. It's so interesting that back in 2003, bisexuality just like wasn't a thing. Like it wasn't right, even right. you couldn't be bisexual. Yes, in there's no reference to her being bisexual. No, She's no, no. A it's like black or white. Who like? Oh yeah, my who who you know? Spoiler alert: has sex with Ben Affleck. Yeah, it, and like in his is in love with him clearly. Oh yeah. So this to me, it, we see 
the coalescence of JLo and Ben as a real life couple in this scene. This is when Ben fell in love with her. 100%. We see it in real time. And and JLo, to be clear, is out of control hot in this movie. Like that, you know, this that, might be the best she's ever looked, and which is saying uh, a lot. Because I don't think that's true. But I mean, she. I mean, she's. I mean, she's. Gore- I mean, she's gorgeous in every single. Yeah, she's thing, for like but, thirty years. She's been incredibly good looking. But something that something that we didn't talk about up up the top and like throughout this entire thing is like. It, it is undeniable that despite how absolutely horrid this entire thing is, Jennifer Lopez is an absolute movie star. Yes. And, like, you could you could just pull her character out of this movie and, like, place it into a movie that was otherwise good. And this oh, would yeah. be, like, not not like an iconic performance, but everyone would be like, oh, wow, J-Lo is just uh-huh. a star. Like, she's great in this. Well, because the rest of the movie is so horrific and it's completely unclear what is going on with Ben Affleck or his character that it just is a, yeah. is a mess. So we have this yoga scene. And then if you do remember before we get to another long scene, which we will go in depth about this like sex scene, which I have the sex scene really ruined many of my thoughts about Ben and JLo, why they are together. I'll get into that for a second. But before that, I would be remiss if we didn't talk about the scene where Ben Affleck attempts to cut off a cadaver's thumb with a plastic knife as Justin Bartha Rapp's baby got back. Yes. Okay, hold on. I have some some uh, serious thoughts about this. There's a sequence <laughs> in here. So, after... All right, yoga scene is too long. I have a quick note that says... Right, we, we jumped ahead. I need to point out a couple things before please, we get there. Please, please, please. Uh, number one. I wrote down, and th- this could be more. I'll save this one for the end, actually. Okay. So, number one, there was a moment. There was a there's a moment where Justin Bartha tells Ben Affleck that what he calls it when he, he calls ejaculating a pee sneeze. Oh my god. There's a, there's a whole through line about to block this from memory. Justin Bartha's character like wants to go see a taping of Baywatch. Well, it, or, the fact that we haven't even talked about that. Just I can't even get into it. it. But and so he he says I forget exactly how he says it, but he's like I call it my uh, like a pee sneeze, <laughs> and then he's and then I say God bless you, penis. <laughs> and there's a moment. There's. There's a, a reaction shot from Ben Affleck in this scene. He's, like, driving a car, and Justin Bartha is telling him this. And Ben Affleck, it's, like, a f- eight-second-long reaction shot. It's a very long shot of him. And it's you see it as the moment where Ben Affleck realizes, like, oh, fuck. This whole thing, this, is a, this movie is a disaster. But for some reason, it's, like, a perfect reaction shot because he's just, like, what in the hell yeah, just happened. You do. You can see that at times. I think on everybody's face, where yes. they're kind of like, "Uh oh, <laughs> what am I involved in here?" Also, the "God bless you, penis." You do know that there's a callback to that. Ben Affleck says that. Yeah. After he has sex with Jennifer Lopez. Oh yeah. yeah. And I had to go back and rewind it because I couldn't understand what he said. Oh yeah. So I went he back said- and listened. And I was like. Oh, he had a pee sneeze. God, he had a pee sneeze and says, God bless you, penis. And so before we get to the sex scene. God bless you, There is penis. a sequence yeah. of 15 to 20 minutes in this movie. <laughs> I like how we're all like, so every scene is 20 minutes. <laughs> and it kind of is. So there's, a, there's a three scene sequence 
of 15 to 20 minutes. It's from about an hour and 10 minutes into the movie to about an hour and 25 minutes into okay. the movie. Sync it up right now. Right everyone. before the sex scene. And it's great. There's 15 minutes of this movie that is legitimately very good. Okay. The first scene is shows the Ben and J-Lo chemistry being off the charts. And really it's because J-Lo is kind of killing it in the scene. But it's the sure or yes scene. Do you know what I mean by this? No. So the, there's there's a moment where J Lo basically says, "Hey, we can't." Oh, they, they want. Um, they've basically been tasked with cutting off Justin Bartha's thumb and like mailing it to whoever they're blackmailing. Whatever the the right. details don't matter. Yeah. But Jen J Lo is like, "I'm out on this plan." Right. And she's like, "Are you with me on being out on the plan?" And and Ben goes, "Sure." And she's like, "Well, hold on." Sure or yes? And she does this whole speech about how sure is like, yeah, I'll go yeah. along with it. But like, yes is passionate. And like, yes. you're right. it's a legitimately great scene. They have great chemistry. J-Lo is phenomenal in the scene. Okay. And it's kind of a, a, a really interesting, like, it's like really good dialogue. It feels, and we're going to talk about Martin Brest, the, the writer, director. Oh, my God. It feels like a scene that could have been in Midnight Run, which mm. is like the A plus version of whatever the hell they're trying to do here. <laughs> yeah, sure. It's just midnight run is a phenomenal movie, which he, he also directed. And, and like this, this is one of those scenes where it's like, Oh, this was good. This worked. Interesting. The okay. next scene is the cutting off the thumb scene in the, in the morgue or wherever the, sure. So this is the scene where they show up with the intention of cutting off a cadaver's thumb, but did not think to bring a knife. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, by the way, this is the second of the three scenes that I thought were great. I think this scene is great. They this show up was... to the morgue. J-Lo just like sexily attracts the person who's supposed to be guarding the morgue bodies or whatever. Yeah. The go- yeah. Ben and Justin Bartha My go, dream job. go in and he literally gets a set of plastic utensils and pulls out a knife to cut off a thumb of and a then, dead body. And it apparently works. Yeah, yeah. And meanwhile, <laughs> uh, Justin Bartha is singing Baby Got Back with his eyes closed in the morgue for some reason. Just an unbelievable sequence of events. We haven't even we we haven't even mentioned that J Lo's girlfriend shows up. Oh my god! And, <laughs> and, and, and tries, tries to, to kill, kill herself. herself. <laughs> she slits both of her wrists. And that's and why the they're, that's why they're at the hospital. <laughs> that scene is amazing. I oh my totally god! Forgot about that. Skip past it. Just, just insane. But okay. the the cutting off the thumbs, the plastic knife, and okay. baby got back. Was I, I found it legitimately funny, not like this is so bad it's funny. I thought it was actually a good scene. Okay. I'll stand by that scene. Okay. I'm not sure I had the exact same reaction, but I do remember at least watching that and not just feeling bad for everybody involved throughout every single frame. Okay. And then the third scene in this three-scene uh, sequence where, that I actually thought was good is the build-up to them having sex. This has the famous <laughs> gobble-gobble line now when you say the famous <laughs> gobble gobble line now you say famous i don't know that i've ever heard that i had definitely I, I i was aware of this okay so jennifer lopez is trying to have ben affleck go down on her yes she announces this by saying she lays down on a bed basically <laughs> spreads, her, spreads legs her legs apart says, Gobble, gobble. No, she does not just say gobble, gobble, Kyle. She, say? she says, it's turkey time. 
Gobble, gobble. It's turkey time. This scene is, is gobble, great. gobble. Now, is that because it looks like a turkey snack down there? Is that what she's what? saying? I, I don't know. I, I. What does it mean? I don't know. It's turkey time, or she is. I, I think that's more of it. Like a. Oh my god! <laughs> that is that is that is terrifying. I think that's what, but but the funny part is. <laughs> Ben Affleck doesn't know what she means. He's like, huh? And she's like, come on, you know what I mean. Well. That's a weird way to say it. (laughs) So, not to be outdone. Or no, I'm sorry. No, this is another J-Lo quote from the scene. The scene is insane. And I I respect the scene. This is, is, I would rewatch this whole sequence. So, you know, after she says it's turkey time, gobble, gobble. She then eloquently says... Lay some of that sweet heterolingus on me. <laughs> Unbelievable. Lay some of that sweet heterolingus on me. Heterolingus. Well, she, I mean, she's gay, and so, but she wants some heterolingus. The depiction Unbelievable. of sexuality here in this movie, it is really something to behold. It's preposterous, but like I said... I think they have legitimate chemistry in this scene as well. Here, which okay. is why I, I'll stand by See? the foreplay scene. The foreplay scene leads into them actually having sex. Yeah, it's a, a terrible sex scene. Oh, they should have just my god! They should have just gone from the foreplay scene to in bed afterwards because yeah. it's the weirdest, most dissolve heavy sex scene. Oh my god! Of ever. There's 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 like forty shots of them having sex. None of them are See? hot. No, and they just dissolve between each one. I have written down. I have written down the sex scene between Ben and J Lo is one of the least erotic things. <laughs> yeah, I've that's ever what I'm seen. saying. And this leads into one of my big points here, in the sense of this entire time for decades, I assumed that Ben and J Lo were together solely because they have incredible sex, especially them getting back together. Like, I think it was just this, like, carnal attraction between the two of them where they could, like, they just needed to be back together. Right. And it's mostly about that more so than it is any sort of, like, emotional connection. Like, I think... I they're think, kind of just both sort of fucked up in the head. Maybe, but that... Well, I, apparently, because then I so watched... So you're writing off their sexual chemistry based on the sex scene. 100%. 100%. Yes. It's, like, they have no sexual chemistry. Well, I think they have great chemistry... I think they have great sexual chemistry and everything but the actual sex scene. See, and then th- that's exactly the opposite of what I thought in real life. Oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. I thought they're like, what do they talk – like, I, what do they talk about? Well, like, their their foreplay scene I think is legitimately good. It, like, I, I get it. Good? We, yeah, yeah. Gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble is, is a legitimately funny, good scene. Oh, <laughs> my – Okay, so we move on from this absolutely insane sex scene to, okay, I, I don't even remember what this quote is from, but Ben, ben goes, you know, I have this fantasy. Uh-oh. And Jayla goes, about making it with a guy? <laughs> what? She's, well, the whole thing, the only reason that Jennifer Lopez is attracted to him is that she thinks she is kind of viewing him as a woman. I know. It's just insane. The way that they talk, like, the way that they discuss sort of, like, 
heterosexuality and homosexuality is like it's unbelievable really insane and just when it can't get any crazier my next note al pacino oh my note oh no al pacino is here (laughs) now al pacino plays the kind of whatever mob boss or whatever he is very stereotypical the one they're over the top doing all these tasks for yeah he's like the caricature in sort of like a crime movie when people are like making fun of crime movies and like sketches or whatever. Yeah. It's him. But I don't know that he was supposed to be like that funny. Like he was, I think they, like he's supposed to be comedic, but yes. like, but like, I, I think I we were was... still supposed to be like afraid of him. Yeah. And one of his first, well, because line, he shoots someone in the head. He does shoot somebody in the head. By the way, we haven't even talked about that guy. That Oh my God. It's... Who was that? I forget his the, name. Is he the director's son or something? How did he get I think that he's role? He's like a comedian. I, f- I recognize him. This is my this Hold is on, this is this is my impression. By the way, we're talking about like the the kind of middle manager boss, the one who's actually talking to them. Who does most of his acting on the phone? His name is Lenny Venito. And he's constantly getting people pasta at some like outdoor restaurant in like Santa Monica. And every scene. Oh, to me, he's clearly uh, near like UCB. He's in that area when they're shooting those scenes, I think. Mm, I don't think so. Is it not? It, that's what it feels like. I, to me. It felt like. It felt like sort of like Beverly Hills to me, but I don't gotcha. know. Um, just, I just said Santa Monica. It's one of the two. Um, most of his performance consists of opening up a flip phone and being like, what now? He's just always made, he's like always yelling at somebody yeah, on a flip phone. It, these are again, scenes, uh, these scenes feel like they're, it's like any scene with him in it, it feels like it's a student film. Yeah. So unfortunately he gets shot in the head by Al Pacino and then the fish do, unfortunately, eat his brains. <laughs> that was good. I enjoyed The that. fish do, unfortunately, eat his brains because they fly all over. Like, they flew into the fish tank. Like, projectile into the fish tank. Yeah, he, he kind of shot him straight on, so I'm not sure exactly how the physics of that worked. But no. his brain apparently kind of exploded. So a couple of great... Some decent qu- shots of, of him dead on the couch with blood dripping down his face, though. Yeah, I mean, honestly, this scene might have been my favorite of the entire movie. Really? Like, not from... At no point did I think it was good, but it's hard to, like, take your eyes off of it because it's such a spectacle. Oh, I also, I had no clue that Al Pacino was showing up in this movie. And oh, so me either. I well, cackled when that's not true. I did see his name in the opening credits, and I think I, I laughed. did not pay that Al Pacino has, a, has a, a couple of great quotes here. He goes... Do you know that some people do not regard the thumb to be a finger? <laughs> what? I he has like a whole monologue about thumbs. And then maybe and then he then he goes, maybe this is maybe the quote of the movie for me. Al Pacino, just like in his Al Pacino most. He is the most Al Pacino as he's ever been. He goes, What do you morons think? This is little Italy. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good moment. Al Pacino is just they didn't. He did one take of every line. They were like, "Do it with." Big and here's, they were like, "Big energy, Al." And then he just and rattled he's off the line. Fine, he's fine. Yeah, he's not he's Al Pacino. Yeah, he's you know, doing he his does thing. his thing. Um. Okay, so they go see Al Pacino. What even happens in that scene? They kind of like. Uh, basically, Jennifer they Lopez tell him off. Convinces Al Pacino that it was a dumb idea to cut the guy's thumb off. Right. And so, like, they're this only. Movie's gonna, also about thumbs. They're only going to do things – like, even if the mob boss tells you to do something, they're only going to do it if it actually makes sense to do. Yeah, yeah. 
And then it, it also comes to my attention at this point that Justin Bartha has just been along for the ride this entire time, and nobody's come to look for him. Oh, no. Do they either. even know that he's gone at the facility? They just break him out. And Definitely then they, not. <laughs> they're like, I guess we should bring you back. <laughs> Nobody cares. But like, that's the thing. That the the like resolution with Al Pacino is he's like, I could have beaten these charges anyway. Yeah. By the way, and and now he's murdered someone. Yeah. Just kind of in cold blood. Yeah. Uh, and their like resolution is like, well, we'll just return the guy we kidnapped for this. Yeah, we're gonna take him back home. What? <laughs> Good luck. And and he was just and he's just cool with it apparently. Okay. Yeah, so they're like, okay, bye, Al. So then the, the three of them are, you know, Larry and, uh, you know, at this point, Ricky and what? I didn't even know what Justin Barth, what's his character's name? Brian. Brian, of course. So they're on their way back to drop Brian off after he's been gone for, I don't days? Weeks? <laughs> like, yeah. No idea like, how Just long walk in the front door, Brian. You've been gone <laughs> from your facility. Like, oh, <laughs> I really wish there had been a scene. I mean, they ultimately, they don't make it back to the facility, but I wish there had been a scene where they get there and they'd be like, Brian's been gone? <laughs> right, nobody's noticed it. Anyway, another great a great quote as they're, you know, hypothetically driving Brian back to his facility, uh, sort of, you know, J-Lo announces that she's going to sort of split off. She does say right, something she's like... She's leaving town. She's like, she said something like, maybe I'll go up to Oregon. <laughs> uh, but she also has this great quote where she says... You can just drop me off anywhere near the Pacific Coast Highway, and I'll figure it out from there. <laughs> anywhere near the Pacific Coast Highway. Just drop me off anywhere near it. So, meanwhile, they're driving along the Pacific Coast Highway. Yeah, they're driving up the PCH, presumably, you know, from, like, Santa Monica towards Malibu. And we get to the finale of this movie. Now, we talked about Baywatch. Justin Bartha has this whole thing with the show Baywatch. He wants to go to the Baywatch, which is, I guess, where they film the show. It's very unclear it's like, if he it thinks it's like the show. It's like real life. Real life, but yeah. Unclear. So they're driving down PCH to bring him home. Lo and behold, they look out the window and they're, oh my God. Filming, they're something filming something on the beach with a looks... bunch of people in swimsuits that looks like Baywatch. But to be clear, isn't, right? I, I don't think... Is Baywatch even on the air at this point? I, I think Baywatch has ended at this right. point. So this isn't Baywatch. Although, you know what? They did a lot of oh, spin-offs. I know. There was like Havana Nights. I Havana think that's what it's called. Havana Nights. You can't swim at night. You can't be a lifeguard at night. Oh. Oh, yeah, that's when you need lifeguards the most. That's actually a really good point. <laughs> uh, so they show up and, you know, very easily just get on set of whatever this is. Is it a yeah, music video? Over. Is it a music video? Is it a TV show? Is it a movie? We have no idea. There's a bunch of pretty people. By the way, J-Lo drives off in the car because Ben is like, go ahead. Just take my car. <laughs> what is he going to do? I know. Where's he going to go? Call an Uber? He's just on set on Baywatch. Unbelievable. Although there's something so weird about watching a movie take place on a movie set. I don't really like it because you know that all of that stuff that we're seeing is also behind the camera. <laughs> it kind of like makes me nervous. It messes things up for you. Yeah. There's just too much going on. It's like, it's like Inception or something. Yeah. Weird. Like it's, it's I did, weird. I always kind of like it. It weirds me out. But then I'm always like, wait, that prop light. Did right, they just like grab one it, from the back. That's all I'm thinking the entire time. That's all I'm thinking the entire time. 
But also, I mean, this is also like a very fun L.A. movie. The entire thing takes place all over L.A. It's so fun to be like, oh, that's that, that's that, that's where they are, that's this, that's that. It's kind of fun for people in L.A. And so the movie basically ends, well, the the kind of emotional climax of the movie (laughs) is – uh, basically, we we haven't mentioned that that throughout the movie or not throughout the movie. There's kind of one scene, yeah, like a couple, maybe ten minutes earlier in the movie yeah. that they pay off here, where, where where like Ben is like quote unquote trying to teach Brian how to be like smooth with ladies, yeah. and literally his his teaching is to say like, hey, nice weather we're having. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's like, hey, you know what you need to do? You need to go up to a girl and just be like, hey, what's up? And he's like, okay. And so they get to the beach. And again, I can't say this enough. Just walk just onto walk the set. On the set just yeah. walk onto the set with all these extras. Yes. And yeah. eventually, Justin Bartha uh, dances with a bikini clad woman while Ben Affleck looks on, like, approvingly from, I don't know, 200 yards away. <laughs> oh, my away. God. There are so many shots of him just being like, nice job. It's this, of all the scenes that are extended. In this movie, oh my god, this is the most extended. Well, and, we, and also we we have to mention that Justin Bartha has an obsession with Australian women. Oh right, and their I voices. Completely forgot about that. Loves Australian women and their voices, and so he gets so much that he like calls calls a times weather movie, service. He calls some like weather service in Australia to have them read, so we can hear an Australian woman like read voice. the weather to him. So lo and behold, he's on set of Fake Baywatch, which again I cannot tell you enough. He has walked onto. <laughs> everybody else is in a swimsuit. He's in pants and a jacket. Nobody says anything. Yeah, they like action. He has, no like, one he has like a hooded anything. sweatshirt on with the jacket over it. Ben Affleck <laughs> is also wearing like a leather jacket in the scene. Meanwhile, I know. there's like 400 people on ba- the beach in just bathing suits. I know. Unbelievable. So he gets paired up with this woman and he says something like what? Like does she say he says, like nice how's weather? How's the weather? Yeah. How's weather? And she has an Australian. Or nice weather we're having. And she has an Australian accent and they start dancing, which I guess is supposed to make us cry. I don't know. It's one of the craziest things, and then maybe the craziest is that here comes Ricky. She's back. Okay, hold on. Before we sure. even see Ricky here, this wasn't to me. This was an M Night Shyamalan style twist of an ending that this didn't happen. When Justin Bartha is dancing with the Australian what? chick in the bikini, the fact that he doesn't—they don't make a joke about him ejaculating. The fact that he doesn't say "God bless you, penis" in this scene is was the upset of the century. They had set it up twice. They had already paid it off once. The fact that he didn't like start dancing with her and then come on himself <laughs> and then say like My, "I had a piece or "God bless you, penis." The fact that that didn't happen. They have to like call cut. Blew my mind. I wow. cannot believe. Yeah. That that wasn't. You talk about you know you talk ending. about missed opportunities. Yeah, one of the unbelievable. Greatest, one of the greatest one in cinema history. It would have been so. It would have been horrific, but I can't oh, believe they been, didn't do it. Would have been unquestionably uh, just terrible. Yeah. That so so Ricky comes back in the car in Ben's car in Larry Gili's car. She comes back, picks up Ben. Like this is like thirty seconds after she drove off. Oh yeah, it, she's barely gone. Actually, it was like ten minutes because there were so many reaction <laughs> shots of Ben like proudly looking so on. So she as, comes back. And then Ben asks her real name, and she goes, Rochelle. And I'm like, that's not it either. Definitely not her real name either. And then 
somehow in like, maybe the Ricky a fake as her fake name yeah. if her real name was Rochelle. <laughs> yeah. In maybe the weirdest part of this entire movie, somehow they leave and leave Justin Barthages on the beach. <laughs> well, though, he called Ben Affleck, called oh, the that's office. Right, that's Justin right. Bartha's brother, aka the federal prosecutor, that's who is right. presumably looking for his special needs brother who's been kidnapped. Sure. Ben Affleck calls him on a payphone in kind of a throwaway scene. We're yes. not even focusing on it. We're focusing no, on Justin right. Martha. No, right. I totally forgot but about Ben Affleck that. on a payphone is like, yeah, no, he's he's down at the beach here at the Baywatch set or whatever. And he just hangs up. Wow. I totally forgot about that. And yeah. so that's what they're like. All right, we got to get out of here. Like, I think his brother's going to come looking for him. And then they drive off, presumably, to Oregon, I guess. To live happily ever after? I don't know. They literally, like, drive off into the sunset. Like, it is, like, cliche, cliche, cliche. They're and like, they're still they making go. jokes about, like, well, you gonna you gonna turn straight, J-Lo? Oh, my God. I know. <laughs> it's insane. You're gonna get with him. You're gonna get with the guy. You're gonna get with the guy now. Yes. Huh? Yeah, like when she leaves the first time, he's like, you know, if you ever want to get with a guy again, you know, give me a call. Like, oh my god! And then she's like, well, aren't you gonna? Don't you want to get with a guy? Oh. It's great. Just so much sexuality weirdness in like. It's just so bad. I was gonna say it's. I was gonna say it's. Yeah. Just, so here we are. I was gonna say it just aged so horribly, but to be fair to 2003. Everyone hated this movie aggressively in the I mean, moment, so it wasn't like yeah, anyone if, thought this was good at the time. If anything, it has managed to get worse just over time with sort of like the progress we made in terms of like acknowledgement of sexuality and whatever. It like it, I, I, I can only imagine that it's worse now than it was 20 years ago. Right. It's really – it's sort of shocking. So – oh. And you yes. know what? I just realized that we skipped over one brief scene in that sequence of good scenes. Okay. The Ben Affleck has a meltdown while he's driving in his car where he's like, my life sucks. <laughs> yeah. And it's great. Wait. It comes between the cutting off the thumb scene and the gobble gobble scene. You know, yeah. And it's, it's very good and it also pays off my question from the top about is he supposed to be cool or lame because it, that – that answered the question because he was like, I'm, I'm such a mess. Well, here's – well, you know what also we did not discuss is Ben Affleck's mirror acting. Oh, my God. Oh, my well, God. Well, this was kind of where I – this was when I asked the question. The lame. It was like, is this – is are we supposed to like – because J-Lo is like laughing at him. Yeah. And so we're – she can I, like hear him through the door. So I think we're supposed to know he's lame, but like – He's doing he's his trying like, to like De Niro look good thing. And like yeah. He's – Doing a lot of flexing in the mirror and yeah. What does he keep? What does he wait? What does he keep saying? Uh, what is it? It's like oh, cow, cow and bull. Is that right? In every you relationship, horn, you're gonna give you the horn. Give you the horn. They keep talking about I'm how the cow and a bull in in every relationship. I'm the bull. And he's Which, saying he's don't the bull. That. I'm but the, the bull. whole the whole like their whole chemistry is based on the fact that she's the bull and he's the right. cow. Wow, unbelievable. So I'm gonna give you the horn. I'm gonna give you the horn. So okay. So ultimately, do I, you know, I went into this thinking, maybe this is good. Uh, it is not, unfortunately. No, 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 no. It's not good at all. It's and quite bad, actually. Back in, uh, you know, back in 2003, most critics and audiences agreed. So let's let's go through this <laughs> a little bit. Uh, so Gili opens to $3.7 million. This is actually more of a question to me than any decision that was made 
about the content of this movie, the script, the performances. The biggest question to me is, what? Why? Like, the budget on this movie, reportedly, is like, what is it? Like, $75, $78 million? That's absurd. This movie... I can only imagine that 74 of the 78 million was actor salary. Well, of because course. there's no production value in this whatsoever. It's all just like shot. Like every scene with the, the gangster guy yeah. is shot from like the same angle on the same sidewalk of him, like talking to people at a restaurant. Yeah. It's wild. This movie looks like it, it must looks have been very cheap. Oh, very cheap. They're like in an apartment. Like, Ben Affleck's apartment just looks cheap. I mean, it's kind of supposed to look cheap because he's a mess-up, but... Sure. It, every There's nothing, like... The whole time I was waiting for, like, there, there to be a big action sequence or something like that where I could yeah. be like, oh, that's where well, they spent $25 million of the $75 million budget. All those extras on Fake Baywatch. I mean, <laughs> that's tough. But, I mean, I think it, it must be... I mean, truly, half of that is probably actors' Gotta be at salaries. least, yeah, yeah. Lest we forget... This is less than two years removed from J-Lo having the number one movie and number one album in the country simultaneously. What was the number one movie? Uh, Wedding Planner. Oh, that was the number one movie in the country? Yeah, and then J-Lo, her album, number one album, number one movie at the same time. So this is J-Lo, like, I mean, this is J-Lo A-list. I mean, she's been an A-list star essentially forever since, since this time. But this is J-Lo on top of the world. Yeah, and, and Affleck obviously is a big star at this point, yeah, too. Yeah, and he's, Pacino he's makes some money. Like, Christopher Walken makes some money. Yeah, you know. Affleck is like Armageddon 98, Shakespeare in Love 98, um, Pearl Harbor 2001, yeah. Some of All Fears 2002, and then we have Gigli. Yeah. So, There's a few more movies mixed in there. but So it opens to $3.7 million, finishing in eighth place for the weekend. <laughs> it opens the same uh, weekend as American Wedding – which took the top spot with Is that 30, the third American Pie. Movie? I think so. Uh, which opened with thirty-three million dollars. Gili opened one thousand. I'm sorry, one hundred thousand dollars below the tenth week of Finding Nemo. <laughs> <laughs> so Finding Nemo has been in theaters for two and a half months. Gili cannot outpace that. Uh, also, in total, it only makes six million dollars domestically, and it set a record. In 2003, for the biggest second weekend drop in box office gross of any film in wide release history, dropping 81.9% in its second weekend, which is still the record for a movie opening in more than 2,000 theaters. Wow. So So truly an epic flop. Epic, epic, Um, epic. It finished 165th domestically for the year, one spot above American Splendor, one spot below Chasing Poppy. Wow. Yeah. Classic Chasing Poppy. Yeah. Uh, real quick, let's let's run through Martin Bress, the director. So he and writer. And direct this movie. Martin Bress. And one of those guys who went to sex. <laughs> so he is actually – he has a fascinating career as a director. So he did, he did a movie in 1979 called Going in Style that has like George Burns in it. I don't know much about it, but that was like – I think that was his first like kind of real movie. He did a couple of student films before that. Mm-hmm. Uh, his next movie – is 1984 Beverly Hills Cop, which is one of the biggest movies of the 80s. Insane. Absolute smash, smash hit. Oh. Um, he then does 1988, he does Midnight Run. Which I've never seen. I know we talked about Which this. is a phenomenal movie. I know. Really great. Uh, 
Just a, just a eminently rewatchable movie. I should watch that, but it's gonna make me sad. Like, what happened, Martin Brest? It's so bizarre. And then 1992, he does Scent of a Woman, which is nominated. He's nominated for best director. It's nominated for best picture. Um, Pacino wins actor. Pacino right? wins best actor for that. And then he doesn't do anything again until 1998, where he does Meet Joe Black. So wait, what's the span? That's six years. Six years between Scent of a Woman and Meet Joe Black. Like you don't just have a movie like that nominated for best director and then just go six years in between projects. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, very strange. I mean, like, I don't he, know. Maybe he's listed he just as just care. like a producer on one thing in between, but but it's also odd that he comes back with Meet Joe Black, which is you know not a good movie. I actually will defend Meet Joe Black. I mean, I think it's it's. I actually kind of like Meet Joe Black. Okay, fine. I mean, you know, it's. But like, it was it was not received particularly well. It's exceedingly long. Yeah, it's really long. But. Sure, but and it does ultimately a kind of a. It was not a flop, but not super successful. It made some money, but it also yeah. had a big budget, and so it's sure. Kind of, and then he comes off that, and then five years later, he does Gigli, one of the all-time epic flops. And then he never he disappears off the face. Never. Of the earth. He's only seventy years old now. Again. This movie came out eighteen years ago, so he was fifty-two when this movie came out, and we never hear from him again. The, I mean, I need to know everything about again that. that list. Let's skip the first one because I don't know anything about going in style. But Beverly Hills Cop, Midnight Run, Scent of a Woman, Meet Joe Black, Gigli. Those are his five movies. That's what a what an insane stretch of five movies that insane. he directed. And to our knowledge, he has not passed. No, he's alive. Okay. Well, as as far as we know. He's 70 years old. God, I want to talk to him. I mean, if we reached out, we could, like, have lunch. I don't think he would want to talk about Gigli, though. Or oh, maybe I bet he would. would. Maybe I bet, he honestly, I bet he would. Maybe he would defend Gigli. I bet he would. Uh, We'd have to be like, oh, we want to talk to you about Midnight Run. And be like, so Gigli. <laughs> hey, yeah, just slip it Let's in. Let's get into end. this. Um... Uh, somebody who did actually really like Gigli uh, were the Razzies. Oh, swept the Razzies. I was winning say must have swept. Uh, winning worst picture, worst actor, worst actress, worst screen couple. Jayla won worst actress. Yeah, worst director and worst screenplay. Sorry to our boy Martin Brest. Also, it was nominated twice for best. Or sorry, for worst supporting actor. Christopher Walken and, and Al, Pacino Al Pacino both oh, wow. nominated, did not win. And then this one sort of surprised me. We didn't even talk about her. best. I'm sorry, Worst Supporting Actress nomination for Lainey Kazan, who plays Ooh. Ben's mom. Oh, I forgot about that. I scene. love. I like that. That scene was fine. It was funny. She's fine. You know, she's Lainey Kazan. She's whatever. She's doing what, you know. I, bet, you I know. thought maybe it was going to be uh, J-Lo's ex, the girl who tries to kill herself. Oh my god! I mean, she should win. <laughs> she um, was one of the worst actresses I've ever seen. But all no jokes, at, all jokes aside, somebody who actually did like Gigli, ooh, uh huh, Roger Ebert. No, Roger Ebert gave Gigli two and a half out of four stars, <laughs> and says, "quote The movie tries to do something different, thoughtful, and a little daring with their relationship. And although it doesn't quite work, maybe the movie is worth seeing for some scenes that are really very good." Well, that's Which my, is essentially what you have said. That's the three scene sequence. <laughs> it also got decent reviews. And when we say when I say decent, like 
two out of four stars right, for right. both Entertainment Weekly and Variety, who I think both gave it like two out of four. Which like for this movie is a home run because it oh it has like a two point something on IMDb. It has like a seven percent on oh Tomatoes. yeah uh, yeah like the, this yeah like this quote sort of some like the San Francisco Chronicle said this the most and and this is this is an interesting thing to to talk about the most thoroughly joyless and inept film of the year and one of the worst of the decade. We're talking about a disaster and not of the fun <laughs> showgirls variety either, which is something that we talked about a little bit where i mean we're talking i had fun watching this movie oh i did too and it's fun to talk about but it it it, i don't know that it fits into the category of so bad it's good this is this is the most fascinating thing about this because we talked about this a lot with the happening yeah in in the Shyamalan episode yeah it was like that movie was so obviously like bad that it felt like it was on purpose this one felt like they were trying it was they were trying to make everybody was trying Everybody yeah. was trying to make a good movie. By the way, you, you, maybe you were getting to this later anyway, but uh, according to IMDb, or sorry, according to Wikipedia anyway, uh, Halle Berry was originally scheduled. I did not know that. She was the female lead before dropping out due to scheduling conflicts with the, X, the X-Men sequel. Wow. Well, it was she replaced won. by J-Lo. Uh, what an alternate history. Like, if Halle Berry does this movie... Do Halle Berry and Ben Affleck get engaged? Wow! Does Balo never happen? Kyle, you're really blowing my mind. Unbelievable! Here. Wow, what a win for Halle though. She does X Men instead of Gili. Oh, but here this leads into something that might sort of bring us home a little bit. It's what happens to Ben and J Lo professionally after this, oh, yes. which I think is really interesting. So just briefly, next five movies for Jen. Shall we dance? I don't know what that Richard is. Richard Gere, Susan Sarandon movie. Sure. Not a flop, does okay. Monster-in-Law. Classic. With Jane Fonda, which actually makes like, I think over $80 million at the box office. Yeah. Then she does a very strange trifecta of an unfinished life. Don't know what that is. And then, lo and behold, she makes a movie called El Cantante with Mark Anthony. She like can't <laughs> help herself. <laughs> And then she does Border Town. Oh, by the way, you skipped uh, Jersey Girl. Well, I'm sorry. Oh, you're saying uh, okay, got right? Yeah, Jersey, yeah, Jersey Girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we sort of touched on the fact that these two were in a movie the following year together is just remarkable. <laughs> so then Ben's next five. Uh, I mentioned Paycheck earlier, the movie he was shooting in Vancouver, where he allegedly cheated on J Lo, leading to the end of their relationship. That comes out in between Geely and Jersey Girl. Got it. Then he does Surviving Christmas. Sure. Man About Town. Never heard of it. Hollywoodland. Okay. And Smoke and Aces. Heard of that. So I'd argue that it took until The Town, which is seven years after Gili, for Ben to really kind of right the ship professionally. It's a rough stretch. Uh, and then no, well, hold he on. does. You know what? Before The Town, he directs. Uh, Gone Baby Gone, which is kind of the beginning. Oh, right. Sure, 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 sure. Beginning sure. of his comeback. He's yeah, not so, in that one, but he he starts becoming a director. Right. So he directs that. He does The Town. And then two years after The Town, he directs Argo, which wins Best Picture. So Ben's back, right? Let's talk about J-Lo. So J-Lo, Monster-in-Law helps. That's a pretty successful commercial movie. She focuses a lot on music. Obviously, she you know she's a multi-hyphenate. J-Lo certainly doesn't have the the fall from grace due no. to this movie the way that Ben does. She and does. 
Yeah, she clearly does. Ben has other had at least at the time had other issues. It, it wasn't just yeah. about this movie flopping, but it's sure. tied in with like he became a huge mess. Yeah, for, for like sure. Six, seven, eight years. So yeah, so Jen has music. She's always around. She's a big star the entire time. She's in stuff like the backup plan. She's in like what to expect when you're expecting. She has her NBC show, Shades of Blue, that's on oh, for yeah. like two or three seasons. She's around, she's doing stuff. And then we get to Hustlers, right? Yes. Big critical commercial success, right? Jen's kind of back. Now, we talk about Ben with Argo. We talk about Jen with Hustlers. What happens to both of these projects? They're both shockingly snubbed at the Oscars. Ben does not get nominated for director. He's the front runner for director going into the nominations. Doesn't even get wins best picture. But sure, but does Ben Ben snub from a director nomination in like a shocking turn of events, really? And then J Lo maybe certainly one of the front runners to win Best Supporting Actress for Hustlers, not nominated. So here we are, right? Decades later. And is the stink of Gili still permeating through Hollywood enough where Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez are still not quite respected enough by their peers to get nominated for Academy Awards because of Martin Brest. You're blaming it on Martin Brest? I'm blaming it on Martin Brest. A great question. Um, I think everybody loves Ben Affleck. I th- I'm just kidding. That's pretty... He's- I, think, I think most people are back. I think most people are back with Ben. The way back. The way back. Didn't see he it. He came but all the way back. He did. I know. I can't believe I never saw the I way I never back. did either, actually. I have it on my DVR. Ben Affleck is a drunk basketball coach. Come on. Sign me up. That sounds like a Friday night to me. Let's watch it right now. Oh, good. It's just, it's interesting. I think looking at this entire timeline and the fact that these two are back together is such an interesting story. Do I think it will last? No. Will it lead to absolute destruction for both of them? Mostly Ben. Yes. Almost definitely. Yeah. Almost definitely. Are we talking a few years about how Ben is like back off the wagon and, you know, J-Lo is on her 60th studio album and is probably making some like romantic comedy starring her and, you know, I don't know, let's say Owen Wilson for Netflix. Sure. You know, the ebbs and flows of their careers are so interesting, but I love where we are right now. Peak Ben Jen. What I fear, my biggest fear for them, we sort of alluded to this earlier. They're going to make another Ooh. These two cannot be stopped. They are it's going true. to make another movie together. You're a hundred thousand percent right. It's happening. Ben is probably gonna direct it, which could give it a chance. What if Ben directs J Lo to an Oscar? <laughs> oh my god. I I'm on the verge of tears. <laughs> that would be something else. Wow. Ben, Jen. I can't believe J Lo won the Razzie. I can't believe she wasn't nominated for Hustlers. I I yelled about that for months, as you know. I'm still not over it. It's egregious. If you took J-Lo's performance out of Gigli and swapped it with her performance in Out of Sight. (laughs) I'm just kidding. She's much better in Out of Sight. Out of Sight would be a fun rewind. I haven't watched that in a while. Out of Sight is great. J-Lo's so good in it. So, listen. Here we are. Ben and Jen. America's Sweethearts, dare I say. Uh, To close us out here. I did make a list of... Oh, yeah. Let's run through this. And this is... this We can do this quick, but it, it's interesting, these sort of... This list of on-screen movie couples, right? 
a lot real life couples who either met on set, um, sort of met before, starred in a movie together, uh, as Ben and Jen did uh, in Gigli. The, the ultimate pinnacle of this, of course, is Richard Burton and Elizabeth Taylor, who met on Cleopatra, were married, and then like, I think were weren't they married like five different times or something? Only tw- only twice, but they made eleven movies together. I think they were divorced for a total of like a year and a half, and they got <laughs> married again, right, or whatever. So that's sort and of they the were pin- both married a bunch of different times. Yeah, oh yeah, that's sort of the pinnacle of it. Others that uh, are interesting. We talk about your boy Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman, of course. Days of Thunder. Days of Thunder. I believe that's where they meet, and I then later correct. we get to Eyes Wide Shut, which maybe led to the downfall. Basically breaks them up. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. The, the highs and lows. The highs and lows. Uh, we talk about Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. You know, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, they meet, they break up Jennifer Anderson and Brad. I am still not over that, but my, of course, big thing with this is that uh, Angelina gets all the shit from people and Brad gets none. Brad Pitt, sorry, not a good person. Oh, Brad Pitt's great. No. Okay. Uh, okay. We don't, I, there's not enough time. And Jennifer but, Aniston, by the way, I mean, reports out there go right on. now. Oh, give me a break. Clearly untrue reports out there right now that she's dating David Schwimmer. So there you go. Then add that one to the list. Clearly Ross and Rachel un- in real. Ross and Rachel are for real. But it's so sad. They were like, on a really long break they were, since the show ended. We and were now they're on together. a really long break. But isn't it so sad for Schwimmer? Like, I, and even despite the fact that I did just say I think Brad Pitt is a bad person. If because remember like it was you know like a couple of years ago when there were like r- sort of rumors of Ben oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Brad, uh, Jen and, and Brad, Brad and Jen getting back together, together. they I were kind of like openly flirting with, on, at during the, the pandemic and yeah. Whew. listen I would love it I would take it I would take it every second of every day others on this list uh, we also talk about Tom Cruise we have Tom Cruise and Penelope Cruise. Oh, I honestly meet, forgot about that. I know, me too. Meet on Vanilla, Vanilla Sky, date for a bit, whatever. A great example of this, Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell, who meet on Overboard and are still together yeah. after all these years. Uh, great couple. We also have Jennifer Aniston and Vince Vaughn, who meet on the set of The Breakup, a movie I was an extra in. Thank you. Wow. I saw Thank that in theaters. You. Well, so did I. Of course, saw it opening night. The Breakup. I was, yeah, I was Shocking a- that their relationship didn't work out. I, I the whole movie was them like, Breaking up. I worry about Jen. I worry about Jen. What do you mean? I'm just worried. What do you mean you you worried? I don't know. I, I she's fine. Yeah, I just don't. I don't know. It's sort of the J Lo thing. Her taste is better. Although Vince Vaughn, that's not true. But like Justin Theroux, oh, fantastic. But they're not. I just worry. I just worry. Well, now she's with David Schwimmer. I'm sure it's gonna end happily ever after. <laughs> Um, all right. Another, another example of this that worked, uh, maybe like the most boring couple on the planet, but Alicia Vikander and Michael Fassbender who met on a movie called the light between oceans, which nobody saw. Ugh. And I'm sure they don't even really know exists, but they're still together. <laughs> um, that's a, I, I always forget that they're still together. Yeah. I mean, or that just, they were ever together in the yeah. first place. Uh, a sad example of this, of course, is that Heath Ledger and Michelle Williams met on Brokeback Mountain. Right. Uh, Heath Ledger, uh, fortunately, has passed. Um, <laughs> Ryan Gosling and Eva Mendez met on The Place Between the Pines. Beyond? Between. The Place Beyond the Pines. Beyond. They met. They're still together. Uh, well, Ryan Gosling and Rachel McAdams, Rachel McAdams. Of were together for a long time. I, yeah. b- I believe they met on The Notebook. I think so. Can't imagine they met before. Uh, and maybe the most tragic, unfortunately, we have, of course, we will... Ugh, it's hard to talk about, but... Um, 
on the set of Valentine's Day when uh, Taylor Swift did meet Taylor Lautner. Oof. Yeah. Oh, well... Uh, My December. My December. Back to December. Kristen My- Stewart and Robert Pattinson dated. Yeah, of course. That's a good one. Of course. Zach Efron and Vanessa Hudgens. Did were Taylor Swift and Tom Hiddleston ever in a movie together? No. How did they start dating? That was my that's my favorite celebrity I don't know, couple of all time. Wrote her name on a shirt or something, and it was just incredibly uncomfortable. Oh, it's great. My favorite celebrity couple of all time. Oh my god, I hate him. Loki, I Loki hate him. Wow, that's pretty good. What was their um, Hiddle Swift? What 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 everybody call them? Hiddle Swift, Swiftston, Tay Tom, Tay Tom, <laughs> Swifton. Swifton. That's pretty good. Swiftelston. Hiddle Hiddle Swift. Hiddle Hiddle Swift. Tay Is that Tom Harry Hiddle, Potter? Tay Tom Hiddle Swift? That does sound like a, a Harry Potter. <laughs> okay. We've reachly, officially reached the point of podcast where we're saying Tay Tom Hiddle Swift. <laughs> that which may means be it's our cue. to go. Kyle, I feel good. I feel light. Ben and Jen have brought so much into my life, and I just really want to thank them for that and i thank them for this ride that we're all on as a nation look the amount of entertainment that ben and jen have brought us over the years daredevil um made in manhattan that's a good movie is it oh my are you kidding me she's a maid she's in manhattan the cell the wedding planner wedding planner she's good in the wedding planner she's good she's good in everything including Sheely. sort of including Sheely. and ben affleck by the way the town you kidding me? Blake Lively? Well, oh, Blake Lively in town is so hot. Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds, I believe, met on a set but didn't start dating until later. The town she was is still with Penn Bounce. So good. Okay, listen. We'll do a whole movie, a whole episode of movies in Boston. Ooh, and... that's a good idea. Boston movies? Oh, my God. And then we'll do one. Uh, we'll do a Detroit movies one. Okay, great. And just watch Detroit. Eight, eight Mile, and <laughs> it's just called Detroit. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Did you ever watch that? Nope. Me neither. <sighs> Kyle, this has been fun. It has. I was trying to think of a line from G. Lee to to. Oh, I'll give you one. Rattle off there. Give me some quotes. What do you morons think? This is Little Italy. <laughs> <laughs> gobble gobble. Gobble. What, what did she say before that? It's turkey time. It's turkey time. Gobble gobble. Bye. Good night.